Hello, I'm Mike Hewitt, Chief Executive of TreasuryDragons.com, and you're listening to the Treasury Insights podcast series. Now, if there's one buzz phrase that pops up wherever two or more treasurers are gathered together, it's real-time treasury. We are, we're told, moving from an era of intraday and batch processing to one of always-on 24-7 commerce. That's a fine vision, but is it right for every treasury team? To answer that question, I'm delighted to be joined by Kevin Hines, Head of Strategy, Advisory and Complex Finance Solutions at Bank of America, and Michael Basako, Head of GTS Advisory at Bank of America. Welcome, Kevin and Michael. Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me. Hello, Mike. Thank you for having me. Let's get uh, straight into the topic. So we've seen a lot of talk around real-time treasury recently. But what do people mean by that phrase? Mike, I'll kick that off. At its purest point, they mean an acceleration. They mean executing treasury and treasury operations faster. And as we're considerate of the technology evolution that happens around us on a routine basis alongside the ongoing data proliferation, it is not unusual to want to make better use of that information at an accelerated pace. Where there's a misrepresentation and perhaps a bit of myth around this idea of real time is that it's actually not real time the way you would define it. It's not instantaneous. None of this is instantaneous. But instead, it's on time. It's satisfying a need when it is needed. It is recognizing a requirement and ensuring operational readiness to have that accelerated data analysis performed in a way that you can harness its power and leverage its output. So I hear it often, real-time treasury. I don't autocorrect, but as you get into those discussions, you start to recognize that it's not about real-time. It's about being on time, again, delivering that need when it's needed. I'll just add to that. And a lot of what people expect at work uh, from a wholesale perspective, they expect the consumer experience. So, you know, you're, you're, what you're going to is the consumerization of wholesale. And with that requires that personalization, the technology to be there. It's just not there yet. So when people want what they want at work is what they have at home through their iPhones or Androids, the simplicity of the systems, that's what they're looking for. And that's when, when people say real time, that's real time, but is real time an actual reality? That's the real question. Uh, and that is a good question. So is that term just hype? Is the whole thing um, simply people talking? Or is there really a change in the way corporate treasury teams uh, should aim to operate? Should we be doing things differently? The answer is yes, we should as a, an organization, whether the banking side, or the corporate side, be doing things different. Why? Because we're enabled to do so. We're enabled through solutions, not only offered by banks, but also technology and fintech providers that allow us to adjust our operational readiness in a way we can take advantage of these enablers. We don't want to do things slower in Treasury. In fact, I'm not sure anybody wants to do anything slower. In fact, it's that acceleration I previously mentioned that everyone is pursuing and chasing. Why? Because as you evaluate different workflows in your treasury operation, and, and by treasury, we're not just speaking of the traditional treasury. We're talking about order to cash, procure to pay, and then the management in between, which is more that treasury operational piece. Why do we want to do it faster? Because it enables us as a business to flex and be more dynamic 
in a way that provides for faster, more confident decisions. Now, one thing you mentioned in the previous question that I will call out here, and that is, is it for everybody? And I think the answer to that is yes, but it's relative and it's within scale. Not everybody requires an on-time liquidity position, but some do. Not everybody requires on-time reconciliation, but some do. And there's two aspects of that that need to be considered. One is, and I've mentioned it already, operational readiness to accept the accelerated workflow. And two is whether those accelerated flows are consistent with the transaction. In other words, do you know your flows? Do you understand how those transactions are moving through your particular workflows such that you can take advantage of them moving faster? And I'm going to say the reality is it's all, it, this is all very client dependent. Do they have the resources to be able to establish real time? Do they have the technology? Because one of the, the consequences we have is that the power of technology is that not every business model is the same. So from industry to industry, from client to client, when you talk to them across our spectrum, big to small at Bank of America, they're all going to have very different needs. They're all going to have very different wants. Um, so I would say it's all very client dependent. So whereas I don't envision anyone being real time across the board, whether it's reporting payments receiver, payments or reporting, the reality is, is that some will have some components of that and some won't, which is why when you talk about on time, it just makes more sense. There's certain things that they're going to have real time and there's certain things that they aren't going to have real time. It comes down to the client, what they have tech wise. And again, what their clients or their internal stakeholders have tech-wise, that'll enable the real time. So when we ask, is it a reality? I say it's not. But again, certain components of it are real time. And that makes absolute sense. And you referred there to those changes in technology. And I guess that is one of the drivers behind this new way of thinking about uh, treasury operations. But perhaps I could ask you both to expand a bit on what are some of the factors behind the way we're approaching this today? So Kevin mentioned this already. It's the consumer influence. It's the, the home influence, in fact. We are able to do things almost at will and get responses almost immediately to things that we manage on a day-to-day basis as a consumer. And as you move up into the world of business, regardless of size, it influences how we interact with technology and how that technology interacts with the operation. And as I said previously, we're not doing anything slower. In fact, given the advent of data and its tremendous growth and the ability to interpret data faster, we are simply able to make decisions faster. And we're doing that in a way that we ensure the integrity of the workflow so that as you layer on some of these technologies, again, whether it's a bank product, a fintech product, a treasury solution product, or a combination thereof, because you have understood the workflow, you're not making errors faster. You're actually making those decisions faster, and you're doing them based on more data and data interpretation through systems, and that enables confidence, and confidence translates into a more dynamic business model and a willingness to forecast the direction of a business different, right? That that enables us to take treasury, translate it from this operational business into a strategy and allow that strategy to find itself through the decision-making of senior executives. 
I always think of one use case, which is APIs. Uh, obviously, it depends on, the, again, your technology, your tech stack, but the adoption of, of open banking and APIs allows for the real-time transmission of data. And it could just be as simple as reporting your reconciliations, but being able to receive that on your system, on your side, without having to log on to a bank portal, it, it creates a sense of visibility and real time. So the, there are various cases of this, but I always think the most important ones to me is the adoption of APIs and are you ready to accept them because that brings you closer to that quote unquote real time treasury. But again, there's more than one component. APIs is just one component of that kind of ecosystem. Absolutely, and all those components are allowing Treasury to operate uh, faster and faster. And that sounds good. I mean, faster is always better. But is there a downside to this relentless drive for speed? If we just briefly summarize some of the points that I made and Kevin, you recognize that, yes, there is a downside. And that is not understanding the flows that are affected by the acceleration, not being operationally ready to adopt something like an API. If we just use those two examples and you have this relentless drive toward the need for speed, so to speak, you tend to lose focus on what's really important. So if I wanna move in a direction of API as an example, is that solving a problem for me? Do I really have to have information through the traditional treasury channels over an API? Does that improve my process? Am I taking advantage of something that just allows it to be faster for no good business case reason versus actually considering the requirement of the entire treasury operation, which perhaps may be manually situated from a reconciliation perspective. I shouldn't ignore the things that are important simply because there are enablers in the market that allow me to be trendy. And I think that's the important consideration that needs to be made when determining whether it's permissible to pursue something in a way that is, quote, real time. I view it as, is real-time optimal? Of course it is. Are there downsides to being real-time? Of course not, because you're going to be able to send and receive information and compute it and process it with the right amount of data, understanding what's going on in your business and having real-time visibility. You know, when there's a crisis, real-time visibility. When times are good, real-time visibility. But, but what it really comes down to is does it work for everyone? Again, does everyone have the technology stack or the technology resources to get there? No, it's all individualized by your own operation. So you do what you can do to make yourself real time. But the bottom line is, I think it always reverts to something we've coined at, at Bank of America is on time. There's different components of real time and real time messaging and real time data and real time payments that translates to more of an on-time operation. So you can adopt what you can, when you can adopt it. And every treasury is gonna be different. Everyone is gonna adopt different things at different times. But the bottom line is you build a treasury that works for you. You don't build a treasury that's built on buzzwords. Real time, while it's a thing and it's out there, it's broken up into so many different components. I think the phrase on time makes more sense for, our, for us and our clients. It makes absolute sense. And thanks very much for that. So moving along, I can see that as a treasurer, I might need to take this seriously. What do I need to consider right now if I'm thinking of making this move to on-time treasury? What are the steps I might take at the moment? There's three things that treasurers should be considering. One is, what is the state of my treasury? 
Do I have a mission statement? Do I have a vision? What is the state of my treasury? And within that, there's an acknowledgement on a maturity scale. And the cool thing about on-time treasury is that it doesn't require a certain maturity scale. Once you have your baseline, now you can begin accelerating into the on-time world. That's the first thing, understanding that mission, that vision, and where you are on a maturity scale. The second thing is, and we've mentioned this a few times, operational readiness. Once I know my, my baseline, I know what my maturity scale is, am I operationally ready to move in a direction of on-time for a particular process or workflow? Within that, obviously, there's a set of operational considerations that one needs to ensure the integrity of that move. And the third thing centers on kind of what Kevin just mentioned, and that is not building a treasury on buzzwords. I really like that, Kevin. And I think there is tremendous truth to that because oftentimes I would be talking to clients and they hear in the market of all these different attributes of treasury and these best of breed systems and solutions, and they try to build around that. And it goes nowhere. So building a treasury on your vision, not on buzzwords, would be the third aspect of that. I would only touch on something that's new and cool today may not be something in two to four months, maybe a year or two years. And it's build and add on to your treasury operations and your daily tasks what works for you. And if there's just certain aspects of real time that work for you, that's okay. You don't have to be full real time if you're able to get your forecast correctly and reduce your operational expenses and reduce the number of accounts. There's aspects of real time that work and there's aspects that don't. Again, it depends on you, your treasury stack, and also who you're dealing with and your clients. So my thing is what may sound great today may not be great tomorrow. Just make sure it works for you and your treasury operation. Well, there are many more questions I'd love to ask, but that's all that uh, time will allow us. Thank you very much, Kevin and Michael, for your insights. We'll end it here. I know we'll hear more about these trends and strategies in the months and years to come. I'd appreciate you for having me. Uh, it really was a great conversation. Thanks, Mike, very much. Thanks. I'm Mike Hewitt, Chief Executive of TreasuryDragons.com, and you've been listening to Kevin Hines, Head of Strategy Advisory and Complex Finance Solutions at Bank of America, and Michael Basako, Head of GTS Advisory from Bank of America. Thank you for listening to the Treasury Insights podcast series. Bank of America is the marketing name used by certain global banking and global market businesses of Bank of America Corporation, lending other commercial banking activities and trading in certain financial instruments are performed globally by banking affiliates of Bank of America Corporation, including Bank of America NA member FDIC. Copyright 2023 Bank of America Corporation. All rights reserved.